You are about to embark on a show about four people who find themselves thrust into the backstories of pop culture history. Join Christopher DeVos, J.L. Trost, Laura DeVos, and Sabrina Pierre as they poorly impersonate celebrities, drink a lot of beer, and answer very hard trivia questions. You are now listening to Podcast 42. No. You make me feel like dancing. Still no. Dance, dance, dance the night away. Really? You too? Oh, me? No. I don't want to go dancing. I'm just quoting David Lee Roth and antagonizing you at the same time. You know, it's what I do. I want to dance the night away. Chris, we never go dancing. I beg you to all the time. Why do you want to go now? I'm feeling romantic. It's not going to be romantic with JL here. Oh, I can make it very romantic. How? I'll invite Sabrina. We all go dancing and we can make it a podcast outing at the same time. That still doesn't make it romantic. Oh, I'll also make it very romantic. Again, how? I have crackers and cheese. What? Roxette Kickline. Dot, 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 da, 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 dot, 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 da, 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 dot, dot. Chris, dot. you dance as bad as you sing. Ugh. Harsh. Ooh, truth. I'm still waiting for any of you to make this romantic. Oh, it will. Because I got everyone dance lessons. How will dance lessons make any of this romantic? One, it will help us, meaning Chris, learn how to dance. And two, it's taught by Madonna. Really? Yeah. She needed something to do during quarantine, so she opened a dance studio. A quarantine dance studio? How does that work? Easy. Everyone dances six feet apart and has to wear a mask. It's kind of like if Eyes Wide Shut was about dancing instead of cosplay. It wasn't about cosplay. I hope we get to play dancing games. Dancing games? Yeah, like Dance Dance Revolution. I know a game. What game is that, Chris? Truth or Dare. Dare. I dare you to find a beer that's an IPA that Laura will like. I said Dare, not Mission Impossible. Yeah, Chris, at least make the Dare plausible. It is. He's averaging you liking one of every, I don't know, 20 beers. I thought it was more like one out of every five, but challenge accepted. May the odds be ever in your favor. JL Beer Cooler, it's cooler than you think. JL Beer Cooler. It's cool yeah. All right, well, let's open up the beer cooler. What's in there today, JL? I'm trying to stack my odds in my favor, so I went with Laura's favorite brewery, Funky Buddha. It's a nice one from their Mixology series again. It is their Paloma Ale. Not to be confused with the Paloma Goza that we did with Cigar City uh, about, you know, two quarantines ago. <laughs> I think this is still the same quarantine. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't even know what day it is. Has it ended yet? <laughs> well, the Funky Buddha, Buddha 
Mixology series has done very well so far with us, so we'll see how this one fares. Uh, this is number four out of four, isn't it? No. I don't know. That looks like it's not going to fare well. <laughs> well, it's a, ten, it's a 10% ABV, so if we drank enough of it, it may taste really good. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's the ABV? Tim. Whew, I'm not driving today. Does, uh... There's a bed! And it's free! And it's sanitized! <laughs> it's been sterilized! No one can see what you're talking about. A bed! Doesn't matter. A bed. We acknowledge what it was. I do have a question about Paloma. Does it mean cigar taste? I have no idea. Because that's what this tastes like. The main reason I, I purchased this beer... Yeah. The only reason I got this is because when we did the Paloma Gosa, Laura said that we did this beer before. But I think she just saw it in the store and thought that we did it because, you know, we do every Funky Buddha mixology series. Yeah. Okay. All I know is it I'm reminds to me of being sick smell. as a kid. Don't do it. And my grandparents no, going, here's out. some blackberry brandy. This will clear you up. And what is that? It might kill every virus out there Brown with the sugar? first taste. This isn't the Rolling Stones episode. I don't know. Well, stay tuned till the end of the show where we rate the beer. We rate it based on a six-pack. Let's see how much is left by the end of this dance lesson. <laughs> one being the worst, six being the best. This makes sense to everybody in the world except for one lone Canadian. Agave. In Kissimmee. Oh, it's, yeah. He's not from Agave. He's from Kissimmee. <laughs> Kissimmee. No, the smell. That's, that is it. I knew it was like that molasses-y, almost like... Yeah. Yeah. The Not facial expressions kind of from Sabrina are priceless. <laughs> She'll finish it. It's fine. Yeah, she will. Yeah, we'll yeah you will. You got those. Probably. It's 10%. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, the more you said. <laughs> I didn't look at that before I brought it. I didn't look at it until Laura said something, and then it tasted a little better. <laughs> That's what she said. Welcome. <laughs> All right. Now, who is ready to dance with Madonna? Is this still truth or dare? No, I'm really asking if we are ready to learn how to dance. Truth. Oh, let's go. False. Shut up, Jail. Let's get to the car. I'm driving. Sounds like a dare. Nero. <laughs> <laughs> go fast. Turn right. No, go fast. Turn left. <laughs> Basic maneuvers. <laughs> All right. We're here. The sign says confessions on a dance floor studio. Are you sure we aren't just playing one long game of truth or dare? You know, I have to agree with Chris on this one. I don't think she would open up a dance studio and name it after one of her mediocre albums. I can't believe that I'm agreeing with Chris and JL. It's her studio. Trust me, I found a great deal for it on Groupon. How do you always find a deal on Groupon? What can I say? I'm cheap, but I know where to look. Welcome to Confessions on a Dance Floor Studio. I'm Madonna, and I'll be your instructor today. Wow, it's really her. I can't believe it. I'm going to learn how to dance from Madonna. I already know how to dance, but this Groupon was too good to pass up. I'm just here to drink beer and learn how to dance like Elaine from Seinfeld. Reasonable goal. I will teach you how to dance like a virgin. Oh, he doesn't need any help with that. Rude. Like a virgin. Touched for the very first time. No singing. I see this is going to take a while. Uh, first, let me collect your Groupon. Here you go. You got the special Groupon. I did? Wait, what's the special Groupon? 
This is the one that comes not only with a dance lesson, but a dance lesson where I talk of all about me during it. Oh, that's good. We didn't have a topic this week for the podcast. Now we do. I'm not doing a podcast on dancing Groupons. No, we can do a podcast on Madonna. A podcast on me? It will be the greatest podcast you've ever done. I've been wanting to do one on a strong female lead for some time now. I'm honored. First thing is first. Everyone put on their ballerina tights. I didn't know we had to wear tights. Oh, I did. I got one that accentuated my bulge quite nicely. Me too. Sabrina, no. JL, no. Everyone stand on those lines on the floor. And we are going to start in first position. And while we are warming up, I'll talk about me. So bend the knee. And I was born on August 16th, 1958 in Bay City, Michigan. Good. Now, kick the leg out. And my mother, who was also named Madonna, was a dancer and x-ray technician. Uh, dancing x-ray technician. That seems conflicting. And back to first position. And my father was an Italian immigrant who was the first of his family to go to college. He ended up working as an engineer designer for Chrysler and General Motors. Well, that explains the dancing. Yes, it it does a little. I had the same name as my mother. Everyone called me Little Nani. That's where you got the name Madonna. Yes. How could I be named anything else? Everyone turned to the left. I was the third of six children, and I must admit that I was definitely the sissy of the family. Turn to the right. Cha-cha slide, y'all. Get your church fans out. Coming to that conclusion led me to use my femininity to get whatever I wanted. Heads down and arms out. I'm guessing that's something you have used your whole life. I'm using it on you all right now. How? All of you are dancing just like I thought you would. Step, step, pivot, thrust. Chris, please don't thrust. I can't help it. She's making me want to thrust. Oh, me too. I just want to thrust. Look at my hips go. I haven't moved like this since before I had kids. I've never thrust like this before. (laughs) That's because you're married to Chris. Whoa there, buddy. I can move these hips in ways that you could only dream of. Yeah, that's why he throws out his hips so often. That's not the reason. It's because of my massive kidney stone. It's the size of a Volkswagen Beetle, you know. Classic Bumblebee or lame reboot? Classic, of course. Whoa. Chris is full of bees. I knew a guy who would walk around with a beard of bees once. I always thought that would hurt, but then again, I never thought anybody would eat a whole beehive, so... Man, you must be in pain and have a really bad upset stomach. Oh, that happens to me when I eat dairy or watch Dick Tracy. Me too. You mean it isn't because of the bees? No. Sabrina, the bees help him digest the dairy. Oh. I need to invest in some beehives because that dairy is a killer. Sabrina, don't listen to him. Chris has never eaten a bee. He can't even eat Brussels sprouts, much less a bee. He named all the bees Bert, by the way. Hmm. Girl, just get some Pepto and call it a day. Everyone on positions? On mark two. I would, but my mom told me that Pepto-Bismol was the devil's liquid. At least I think it was Pepto. Or it could have been Pink Zinfandel. I don't know. They're the same color. They are definitely not the same color. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Well, either way... They were what my mommy called her medicine. Okay, on my count, and one, and two, and three, move to the left. My mother was very religious as well. She would have us all praying before each meal and going to church every Sunday. Slide to the back. I'm getting the hang of this. Yeah, you're a regular dancing queen. It was very strict in my house. My confirmation name was Veronica. This is when we lived in the Detroit suburbs. I think that's why I tried to express myself and my music later. And jazz hands. 
I'm good at jazz hands. Look at me jazz handing it up. Well, it sounds like your mother was a big influence on you. And jazz hands stopped. Aww. She was. My mother died from breast cancer when I was five. Now pretend like you're punching the air. She was diagnosed while pregnant with my youngest sister and couldn't start treatment until after she was born. Watching my mother get so weak and frail was hard to watch. Pretend like you're clearing the floor or cleaning the floor. Both work. I had to clear it first so we could (laughs) clean it. (laughs) Thank you, JL. I think by not having a mother around that I was able to become the performer I was meant to be. So what you're saying is that it helped you express yourself. Are you going to just make every song joke you can? Because if so, this is going to be a long dance lesson. It's my thing. Well, there go all my jokes. You got to be quick. That's what she said. I never said that. I was actually serious about you cleaning the floor. Uh, Here are some wet wipes. This is my favorite dance move. I turned to my paternal grandmother for solace. She resented everyone that was brought into the house, which ended up being different housekeepers. My siblings and I rebelled against them all. No one would take the place of my mother. Eventually, my father would remarry. Oh, that must have been tough. It was. He married our housekeeper. Uh, You missed a spot to your left, Jail. I got it. I never got along with her and her rules. I would strike back by making my clothes as provocative as possible. While getting going to gay nightclubs and rejecting my religious background. Okay, back to everyone's feet. Ah, the punk stage. I remember mine. I was listening to Dead Kennedys and I wore flannel. Wasn't flannel part of your gun? Ah, <laughs> it was Man. part of my gun stage. Guns and pow, roses. Pow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Axel wore around his waist all the time. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wasn't flannel part of your grunge phase? It's part of both. It was uh, like a multi-tiered stage. Well, listen here, poor man's Kurt Cobain. Any other rebellious stories you would like to share? Not really. My rebellious stage was when I started listening to Ace of Base, and it opened up my mind. You must have saw the signs. I don't remember Ace of Base being punk. No, they weren't, but the music, the music was freeing. Dance was my way to free myself. Okay, next step. Grab a new wet wipe and hands above your heads. She's so artistic. Now move your hands back and forth over the low tile ceiling. I would dance and sing while maintaining straight A's and pulling up my skirt in class so everyone could see my underwear. It was my way to achieve notoriety. All of my hard work helped me graduate a year early while getting a full ride scholarship to the University of Michigan in their dance program. I did the same thing. I pulled up my skirt too. (laughs) But nobody was asking to see his underwear. (laughs) You really are qualified to be a dance instructor. Uh, duh. Why do you think I brought us here? Only the best for my friends. Uh, apparently it was to clean the studio. It's not my fault none of you have rhythm. I do. Girls got rhythm. Classic ACDC. Thank you. Focus, I thought you were here to listen to my story and learn how to dance. We are. It's just that those two have very short attention spans and only know how to speak in song lyrics. Don't be cruel. But she's got to be cruel to be kind. In the right measure, Nick Lowe. Can we please just learn how to dance? We are clean. What are we cleaning next? I mean, what is the next dance move? Everyone to the ballerina bar. Uh, there is some Velcro and Swiffer pads to stick to the bottom of your legs. Uh, after you get those on, put your legs on the bar. This is going to be tough. Not for me. <laughs> I have both legs on the bar right now. Bam! I'm not sure how she is doing that. It defies.
defies gravity. Okay, class, now pirouette. Uh, the first thing I learned in college was that you have to shut up and dance. I would use that knowledge to gain another scholarship to dance in New York City under famed choreographer Pearl Lang in 1978. I would leave early at her urging to further my career in dance. With your skills, it must have been easy to succeed. Actually, it took a while for my career to take off. I ended up taking odd jobs to pay the bills. Oh, I do odd jobs around the house all the time. You know, clean the oven, scrub the tub, shave my husband's head and legs, change the dog's diapers, and sort my mom's garden gnome collection. Those are some odd jobs. I did say odd, did I not? Could you change our dog's diapers? Uh, I don't think they make diapers that small. Come to think of it, it may not even be a dog at all. Maybe it's a large rat. Christopher, it's a dog. I would not buy our daughter a rat as a pet. I've seen that creature eat a lot of cheese. Everyone eats cheese. Yeah, even when we're not supposed to. <sighs> Someone pissed past me the pink Zinfandel. I'm getting a tummy ache. Madonna, what's the washer and dryer for? Seems out of place at a dance studio. Uh, that is our next lesson. If I w- everyone would grab a pile of clothes, good. Now twist at the waist and then load them into the washer. My odd jobs were not like Sabrina's at all. I would pose nude for art classes, dance wherever I could, and worked as a server in a Russian tea room. JL, you need to twist more gracefully. This is a dance lesson, after all. <laughs> Seems like a laundry lesson. Well, it's not. Don't forget the fabric softener. Anyway, all of this would lead me to my first boyfriend in New York, ska singer Dan Gilroy. Uh, yeah, I met her in a tea room and we hit off over a cup of Earl Grey. I would make a little joke about the tea and it, uh, and it Earl Gilroy, we would laugh and laugh. Good times. Chris, please separate the colors. They're going to bleed all over each other. Sorry. Keep going. And a one. And a two. So uh, I convinced her to move to France with me and start performing as a showgirl in a vaudeville review. The relationship went nowhere, but it helped me realize how much I love singing and dancing at the same time. I joined Dan's band when I returned to the States, and after our relationship ended, I then performed in a different, a few different bands. Okay, students, close the lid. Open the lid. Close the lid. She was great in everything we did together. Started as a drummer, then becoming a lead singer. I thought she would take us to new heights. Uh, she sought out my life after only about uh, 18 months together. That doesn't seem like it was too long of a relationship to call it serious. Uh, we weren't just bandmates. We were soulmates. Yeah, soulmates that didn't stay together. Minor technicality. So minor that nobody even realizes that we were even together. Uh, move over to the dryer, everyone. Hush. I'm out of here. Don't forget your ticket for your dry cleaning. Oops. Uh, thanks. Uh, peace. Okay. Bye. Wait, how did he even get in here to begin with? He has a key. Oh, me too. I use a studio every third Friday of a month that ends in J or M. You have the best detergent. Creepy. And I don't even want to know how you got a key. Oh, it's actually a pretty boring story that begins with a flute, a cocker spaniel, three Home Depot employees, and a tiny wristwatch. Why a tiny wristwatch? No, 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 no. no. On second thought, no, no, just no, I'm not even going to do it. Don't want to hear it. Boo! Okay, everyone. Put a hand on the dryer and kick in the air. And a kick. And a kick. And kick. Hey, how do my kicks look? (laughs) Your shoes look great. 
Nice pink kicks. Better run, better run. Outrun my bullet. Thanks, but I meant the kicks I'm practicing now. Ooh, those kicks. Yeah. How are they looking? Awful. Your form is erratic, and like your friend wincing in the corner over there, it looks like you are going to throw out your hip. Don't, uh, listen to her. I, I think, uh, your, your kicks are fine. Okay, okay, I'm stopping now. About time. It's taking me longer to teach you that you need to stop than it did for me to get a record deal. All right, everyone reach into the dryer and grab a piece of clothing. Sorry, we're slow learners. Have you learned anything at all? Yeah, we have learned how to do laundry. Listen, I may be in a, a little pain, but I know one way to prove we learn things, and that is pop quiz. And there's his hip. <laughs> <laughs> it popped back into place. So get out your pens and your papers, your scented markers, your unscented erasers. My pink pen. That's okay, I have my Royal Caribbean pen, so I feel like I'm on a cruise. I have a pencil, because I make mistakes a lot. This pop quiz is called, By the Way, I Hate All 1970s Female Solo Artists. What a, pr- what a Bunch of Prima Donnas. <laughs> or, Lawsuit from Debbie Harry Pending. <laughs> uh, I love Debbie Harry. <laughs> Did you hear about the big fight that Madonna, Cher, Jewel, and Fabio had? They're no longer on a first-name basis. Five general knowledge facts on Madonna in order of the easiest to the hardest to test your knowledge. Score one point for each correct answer. Question number one. What was Madonna's first single? That's supposed to be the easiest? Well, it's in the script, but we haven't gotten to that part yet. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Hint, it's in the script, but we haven't gotten to that part yet. It's probably... It's coming up next, I believe. <laughs> Question number two: In what famous restaurant chain did Madonna work as a waitress in New York? Hint: Even though they serve food, I don't necessarily consider them like a restaurant chain. I guess they are a restaurant chain. It's not a traditional restaurant chain. Not like Chili's. Ah, <laughs> oh, crap! That's what I wrote down. <laughs> Oh, I guess I need to change mine now. I mean, uh, technically they're a restaurant, but it's not like... Never mind. What? I don't know. They serve food, but it's not like... When you say restaurant chain, I don't think anybody would name this particular place as a restaurant chain. Why? Do they serve other things? They specialize in two things. Alcohol <laughs> and virgins. Hint, there's no alcohol in the restaurant. Food and virgins. This restaurant does not serve alcohol. (laughs) But they have servers. They serve up a side of something. They don't have servers. But she worked at the server. But she was a server. (laughs) Your question was. No, I'm confused. What restaurant chain did she work as a server? Maybe the New York ones, they had servers. (laughs) But down down here, they don't have servers. (laughs) Oh, I just, Do they call them something else? No. Servants. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, well, that is a line I have used as a server. <laughs> I'm your server, not, not your, your servant. servant. How about this? And what famous restaurant chain did Madonna work in in New York? See, that makes more sense. 
Maybe they have servers in New York for this time. I'm for sticking with my wrong answer. That's all I know. They're all going to be wrong. Question number Except three. For the first one. What was the I'm name of the one. new wave band Madonna formed and played with? What was the name of Which the- one? <laughs> Of the new wave band Madonna formed and played with. We we just have that one in here, right? No. All right. Well, that's the one I'm. No, writing. she wasn't. She didn't form that band. I'm writing that one. That's Do you even know the name of the band? No, I don't. Yeah, this is the band that Madonna put together, not a band that Madonna joined. Hmm. I didn't know that. One. I'm gonna give two answers. Hint. It's also the title of a movie. Still sticking with my wrong answer. Hint, it's not walking tall. <laughs> it's not? <laughs> Rambo First Blood. <laughs> oh, classic. Classic Caruso. Question number four. Who was the support act featured on Madonna's first U.S. tour in 1985? Hint, this is a band that's near and dear to my heart. That does not narrow it down. <laughs> Mm, I can't narrow it down without giving it away too much. Hint. These guys do not have any Funko Pops made of them, but they probably should. There goes my Duran Duran answer. I don't know. No, my answers are just going to be wrong anyways. Question number five. What Seattle grunge band did Madonna sign to her record label Maverick? What Seattle grunge band did Madonna sign to her record label Maverick? What year did she do that? Based on the name of the band, I would say probably the late 90s. Hint, it's not Pearl Jam. Hint, it's probably not one of the more famous names. I would imagine only JL would have heard of this band, but I could be wrong. All right. Pens and papers down. Question number one. What was Madonna's first single? Laura. Lucky Star. (laughs) Sabrina. Everybody. JL. I did the same thing as Sabrina. We are everybody. Everybody. Oh, sorry. I thought we were going into a lost episode. <laughs> we are everybody. Buddy. Not Penny's boat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you read the script ahead of time, Laura. <laughs> 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 or just scroll down about six lines. <laughs> it also <laughs> helps when it's highlighted for you. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. I'm good. Question number two. In what famous restaurant did Madonna work? Maybe as a waitress, maybe not. Because maybe they had waitresses at this style of restaurant in New York. Although they generally don't have waitresses any other place that I've dined in this particular establishment. Laura. Fazoli's. Fazoli's. <laughs> I miss Fazoli's. Jail. Steak and Shake. Steak and Shake. Definitely has waitresses. Sabrina. I said Russian Tea Room. Russian Tea Room. <laughs> My next one was going to be Johnny Rockets. <laughs> At least you paid attention to the script. It's Dunkin' Donuts. What? Dunkin' Donuts does not have servers. Yeah. Ever. And I've been to Dunkin' Donuts in New York. See, I feel like the question should have been, what famous chain did Madonna work at? Food chain. You failed, Chris. I pulled this straight off of the internet. To quote Stephen Amell, you have failed this pop quiz. <laughs> no. <laughs> Because there are donut places in New York or bigger cities where you sit and get waited on. No. Why would you go? Like, there's yeah. far better donut places in New York City. Yeah, if I was going to yeah. go to a donut place, it wouldn't be Dunkin' Donuts. No. Yeah, there's counter service restaurants in New York, Chicago, places like that. Doesn't mean we yeah. go to them. Where you sit down and you are served by a waitress. I don't know what that is about. I don't know. 
I'm from Western New York. We only go to Tim Hortons. You only had cows. Tim Hortons. Did you have Tim Hortons when you left? Were they have they invaded at that point? All I've ever known is Tim Hortons. Okay. Seems like I just thought they invaded just recently. That's because Burger King bought them out and they're trying to expand them. I know. Uh, I see. I don't like Tim Hortons. I don't don't even know what it is. It's a donut place. Donut and sandwiches. It's better than Dunkin'. I don't think so. Like Dunkin', so. Think so. Jolene, you probably would like Tim Hortons, but I grew up on Dunkin'. Tim Hortons, by me, is open 24 hours. When I was younger. So that's our go to drunk place. My Dunkin' Donuts is open 24 hours. I grew up on But do they sell the sandwiches all day? I don't know. Have soups and sandwiches? They used to make donuts out of potatoes. Who? Where I grew up. It was Spud Nuts. Because amazingly, that was the name of Chris's first band. He was in a space mood at the time, and he was like, Sputnik, no, Spud Nuts. Hello, Spud Nuts. Chop on that, Spud Nuts. That was his first single. (laughs) Speaking of my first single. single, My favorite. That was his pickup line to Laura as well. Chop. It wasn't. It didn't work. I'm out. I know she didn't spit out her drink like she usually does. It's close. What was the name of the new wave band Madonna formed and played with, Laura? The Dan Band. No, <gasps> I love the Dan I Band. I love the Dan Band, which has absolutely no females in it. Sabrina, okay. I said Mad on Nah. <laughs> a play on Madonna's name? Yeah. No, it's literally her name just spaced out. Right. So yes, a play, play on Madonna's, on Madonna's name. name. So yes, <laughs> Jail. Madonna and the Birds. Was that a real tweet, band? Tweet. I don't know. <laughs> well, you wrote, you did the research. <laughs> I was trying. And you most asked me which time. one? The Breakfast Club. She didn't form Breakfast Club. That was Dan Gilroy's band. She joined it later on. His band was the Breakfast Club. According. No, that was the Dan band. It said it in the script. Are you sure? I'm positive. You just said I did the research. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Gilroy's band was the Breakfast Club. She joined them later on as the drummer and then later became singer. She didn't form the band. No, in the script it said she joined the Dan band. No, she joined Dan's band, band. not the the Dan Dan. band. (laughs) According to the internet, that's the the question. (laughs) All right, this one is right because I read the book. Who was the support act featured on Madonna's first U.S. tour in 1985? Jail. Devo. Sabrina. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Laura. They might be Giants. They might be Giants is a really good guess because it's a band near and dear to my heart, but it's yes. the Beastie Boys. The Beastie what? Boys. What? Yeah. <laughs> and I read their 9,000-page book, and uh, that tour did not go very well for the Beastie Boys. They were booed constantly. Well, I feel if you're going to watch Madonna, that's not really... The type of music you're into that the Beastie Boys play. Right. And they only had uh, You Gotta Fight for Your Right. Departed! That was the only song anybody knew yeah. by the Beastie Boys. and they. Yeah, I would have never guessed. just don't understand. I would have never guessed Beastie Boys because I wouldn't have paired those two up. Madonna had a hand in shaping. Madonna formed several different bands of her own over the next few years. Madonna and the Sky, the Millionaires, and Emmy. And the Breakfast Club. And Mad nope. on And the Dan Band. She joined the Dan Band. She joined the Dan Band after she met script. him. Okay, well, everyone gets a point for that one then. 
Question number I five. I taking a point anyway. <laughs> I have all five right. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I have ten points. <laughs> what Seattle grunge band 22. did Madonna sign to a record label Maverick, which is not Pearl Jam? Laura. Nirvana. No. Jail. Screaming Trees. Sabrina. Nirvana. We're going for two out of three, right? Yeah. We have the most <laughs> Yes. <votes>. Nirvana won. <laughs> Nirvana won. Exactly. Nirvana was signed to a record label in 1989. Nirvana won. Yay, Nirvana. <laughs> it's actually Candlebox. Oh, wow. I don't even Candlebox. know what that is. Oh, man. They, they had their great song, Far Behind. Yes, How's I told you. Go, I told you only you would know this band. Huh? How's that go? Can you sing it for me? No, I'm not doing it right now. I haven't had that much to drink yet. Let me <laughs> finish. Let me finish this Paloma Goza thing. It goes far behind. I don't know. That I know the rhythm to it. I don't know the words. <laughs> I'm not good with song lyrics. <laughs> then just hum the tune. Nope. Well, you know. Fine. Sources. <laughs> It's like the same thing over and over. Sources for this script. Sex by Madonna. Behind the Music featuring Bananarama. Wikipedia.com. YouTube. Encyclopedia Madonica. 20. Madonna from A to Z by Matthew Retmund. That's a lot of what I used. Well, that wasn't bad. Yes, it was. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it wasn't good either. Okay. Keep folding those clothes. Uh, this will help keep our arms and legs in shape for dancing. I'm getting better at this. Speak for yourself. I aced that quiz. You only got a few right. One. All. It's all the same. That explains a lot about you. Remember, fold the shirts to the beat of the music. Four, five, six, seven, eight. I may or may not have decided that it's easier to train a blind squirrel to find a nut. So, in 1981, I went solo and hired a manager to help get my career on track. Camille Barbin helped me find a backup band and get me pointed in the right direction. I ended up writing my first hit, Everybody, with a bandmate and watched it go to number one on the dance charts in 1982. That year went quick. Not like this one. Yeah, 2020 is never-ending. The never-ending story. Quarantine's taught you how to harmonize. (laughs) That was was really good. That was really good. Stop it. You're making my story never-ending. It's what we do, and we do it the best. We were voted the number one podcast for filler. Let's dance those folded clothes to the dresser to put away. Freestyle, everyone. Just grab any piece of clothing you like. Uh, After the success of everybody and getting a record deal with Sire Records, it was time to put on some new hits. So, you haven't put out an album yet? No. I would begin work on my first album, the self-titled Madonna. They hooked me up with producer Reggie Lucas, but I was not happy with his production techniques. She moved in with me, John Jellybean Benetz, and I helped her finish the album. I think it's Benitez. <laughs> okay. And do over. She moved in with me, John Jellybean Benitez, and I helped her finish the album. Ask me why they call me Jellybean. Don't, John. Ask me. Why do they call you? Because I love 
jelly beans. Juicy pear jelly beans to be exact. I won't spend an entire year eating nothing but juicy pear jelly beans. I'd be hospitalized twice and hospitalized. Why do I always get stuck with the lines after Chris? (laughs) Because I know I'm probably spitting out my liquid. Truth. (laughs) That album used some new technology of the time. Like the Lynn drum machine, Mog bass, and the OBX synthesizer. Aren't you the smart one? I am. Ah, babe, don't you interrupt me, JL. I'm talking. Babes cleaners. Students. Well, babe, I'm out. Peace to the east. Why do all these strange men keep coming and going? That's just your husband. (laughs) 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 Story of my life. So, unfortunately, the album charted slow and steady, creating a little doubt with some record execs about where my career was heading. Up! Your career was trending upwards, just like my Instagram following. Breebree0309. That's my Instagram handle. What? 30309. Breebree0309. It's a number? Yeah. Yeah. She's the Borg. (laughs) (laughs) But unlike your Instagram, my look and style was influencing young girls and women all over. My style was one of the female fashion trends of the 1980s. Well, my Instagram style was one of the fashion trends of the second week of June 2020. That was my virus suit phase. My look was created by Maripol. My look was created by Mascarpone. The cheese? The look consisted of lace tops, skirts over pants, fishnets, bleached hair, and crucifixes. My look consisted of a big yellow rubber suit and helmet shield that protects you from the Rona and is the color of the mascarpone. I don't think Madonna cares about your Instagram. Everyone cares about my Instagram. I will follow your Instagram if you stop dropping the clothes on the floor. By the way, people have heard all the hit songs off that album. They know every word to Lucky Star, Holiday, and Borderline. On Holiday! That's Green Day. And I don't think their version of Holiday got them on American Bandstand. I'm pretty sure it didn't also inspire people to start to dress like them either. Keep freestyling people. Almost all the clothes are put away. I actually started to wear eyeliner like Billy Joe Armstrong after that. Uh, not the same. And I thought you started wearing eyeliner after will- watching Billy Corgan do it in the Zero video. No, that's not right. It was the bullet with butterfly wings video. Vincent. 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 Virgin. Vintage. Virgin. He can't vintage. say vintage. <laughs> vintage Virgin MTV Alternative Nation. I loved that show, Alternative Nation. And had Banger's Ball. I was a TRL girl. Oh, me too, Laura. I was once on Times Square and they showed me on TV eating a hot dog with ketchup. I'm not a fan of hot dogs. I wish that I could have gone to watch TRL Live once. No. Laura, you don't understand. I was shown eating a hot dog with ketchup. I'm from Chicago. And you don't do that if you're from Chicago. I had family see me. And now... I can't go back without fearing someone is going to hit me with a ketchup bottle. Why would they hit you with a ketchup bottle? It's the equivalent of being 
tar and feathered, but more Chicago style. I don't know. You'll have to tell me. I carried that. Uranus? Where? Maybe Ukraine? I'd go with Ukraine. Oh, Uranus. <laughs> I don't think that's it. All right, that's not better. <laughs> that's not how you spell that. He forgot the U in Uranus. S. You know what? Spell check didn't correct me, so that's how you spell it. <laughs> Apparently, there's really a place named that. <laughs> Urines. <laughs> it's whatever you want. I'm going with Uranus. <laughs> that's what she said. I didn't say that. I feel you, girl. My follow-up album was a success as well. Like a Virgin went to number one and was certified platinum in a month after its release. Number one in Germany. Italy, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Spain, Uranus, the UK, and the US. It's always number one in Uranus. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Sean Penn would say. It's always poking up. (laughs) (laughs) It was the first album by a female to sell over 5 million copies. And it had a catchy title track. And... Also made me the material girl. That's my favorite song. Really? That's because I'm a material boy living in a material world. But didn't you get into a little trouble with Like a Virgin? I seem to remember some stick-in-the-mud groups that did not like the song or video because they felt it promoted premarital sex. Well, that's because it promoted premarital sex. And they had a stick in Uranus. (laughs) That's right. It promoted premarital Uranus sex. <laughs> I remember watching the 1984 MTV mu- Video Music Awards when you performed that song wearing a wedding dress on top of a giant cake. That's because you're old. Actually, JL, it's considered one of the most iconic performances of all time. Back to the material girl or boy like me. That song reached number two on the charts and also had a famous video attached to it. Yeah, you recreated Marilyn Monroe from Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend. Okay, everyone, take five. I'm glad that is your favorite song of mine, JL. You're welcome. My popularity was soaring and taking me to new heights. I started my first movie, Desperately Seeking Susan. It did well and had the hit song Into the Groove. I was getting into a groove and put out number another number one song called Crazy For You. I would perform that song in the film Vision Quest and watch 17 of my songs crack the top 10 all while I changed my persona with each hit. Seems like everything was just falling into place. I mean, the only thing missing was someone to love. Maybe she was looking for love in all the wrong places. No. And do you always do that? Always. Well, I was dating Sean Penn for a while, ended up marrying him in 1985 on my birth on my birthday. On top of a marriage, I also made the movie Shanghai Surprise with him. <laughs> Good times, fast times, even. There seems to be something off about Sean Penn. There is something off about all the men who just walk in and out of here. All axes. I'm just looking for some bud and some waves. I think Sean Penn is stuck as his character, Jeff Spicoli from Fast Times in Ridgemont High. I don't know who this Sean Penn guy is that you keep talking about. Hey, where's Mr. Hand? 
Sean Penn had a breakdown a couple of years ago over the alleged abuse and torture the paper said he did to me. Because he is a method actor, he is now stuck in his Jeff Spicoli character. Hey there, pretty lady. I even testified to the fact that he never hit me, but it didn't help. Uh, Spicoli, why don't you go to the stop and rob and get a papst? Ha <laughs> gnarly idea, lady. I'm going to the one by Mystic River. Sam works there. He always has 21 grams for me. Huh, I'll get some milk there, too. Bye. Was that a subtle plug for Sean Penn movies? Didn't you get a Raspberry Award for Worst Actress for Shanghai Surprise? Why don't we talk about my third album, True Blue, instead? You shot right past it. True Blue was inspired and dedicated to Sean Penn. Was it a themed album about punching paparazzi? (laughs) No. Uh, Well, sort of. Not really. But I had five hit singles off of it. Live to Tell, Papa Don't Preach, True Blue... Open Your Heart, and La Isla Bonita. It topped the charts in 28 countries. I still, and still remains my best-selling studio album with sales of 25 million copies. I'm going to write a parody song called Papa Roach Don't Preach. What an incredibly odd thing to say. You know, he's really easy to tune out. Is he? Yes. Nope. So, do you want to start the next lesson which involves Windex or hear about the Blonde Ambition World Tour? <laughs> Tour, please. And don't leave out any details. It started in April of 1990 and was proclaimed to be the best tour of 1990. By who? By whom? By Rolling Stones and the world. It, the Rolling Stones? Not those Rolling Stones. The magazine. Oh, the magazine, the Rolling Stone. Why didn't you just say that? I like to spin better. But the religious groups... They didn't like it so much. They still hated Like a Virgin and the live performance, especially when the male dancers groped you on stage and you pretended to masturbate. I saw Guar do the same bit. <laughs> not, not the same. Not at all. I'm sure those same groups were okay if the performance had people killing each other with lots of gore. Exactly. Doesn't make sense. My show is for those with open minds. It wasn't for everyone. Just... Don't watch it if you don't like it. Do you still have the cone boob outfits? You mean these? Wow. Madonna reached behind her and pulled out five sets of cone broob. (laughs) (laughs) Broob? Broob. I am broob. (laughs) Cone boob bras. Wait, five? That's right. It's time for the next lesson. Everybody put one on. Yes. Everyone? You heard her. Everyone. Chris already has his on. And stop touching him like that. What? I'm participating. Okay, places, everyone. This is going to be a slow dance done to This Used to Be My Playground. From A League of Their Own, which you and Tom Hanks starred in. Nice. And Rosie O'Donnell. Ugh, why would you not say Gina Davis? Because I knew you'd make that face when I said Rosie O'Donnell. When you talk to me, can you not hold your comb boobs like that? Sorry, I don't know what to do with my hands. Poor Laura. Tell me about it. Okay, everyone. Use the whole space of the studio while you dance and make sure you brush your backs against the windows. They need polish. So it's about this time that you released your fifth studio album, Erotica. But it kind of flopped and had no hits. It didn't matter because I also released my sex coffee table book and it sold 1.5 million copies and at $50 a pop. 
I would not buy a book about coffee tables having sex. Lame. No. Sabrina, the coffee tables were not having sex in the book. It was full of sexually provocative pictures photographed by Stephen Meisel and featuring Madonna. Ooh. That makes more sense. The album had a few charting songs, erotica and deeper and deeper. That's what she said. That's not what I said. So with all the controversy on the sex stuff, did you try something different? Yes, I most definitely tried something new. I tried sadomasochism and bondage in my next movie, Body of Evidence. It's not quite what it meant. Oh, it didn't stop there. Next was the Girly Show World Tour, in which I dressed as a whip-cracking dominatrix, surrounded by topless dancers. Then in Puerto Rico, I rubbed the island's flag between my legs on stage. The audience didn't quite like that, and when I appeared on David Letterman, I cussed like a sailor and tried to make him smell my panties. He thought I was bad for touching my cone bra. When is the redemption part? There's always a redemption part. Oh, I know, I know! Avita. Yes, I played Avita Perone, a part I was born to play. Why did Avita Perone also put out a sex coffee table book? Is that where lab trays come from? Are they baby coffee tables after mommy and daddy coffee tables have had sex? I feel like this was already explained. It was, but I was just wondering where lap trays came from. Ikea. I won a Golden Globe for that role and also found out I was pregnant with Lourdes during filming. Your Lord's mother? I love Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. No, Lourdes. Like the city in France. I don't think the Lord is from France. I think she's from, like, New Zealand. I believe you're right. I think that's cute that you said the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll never be royals! Woo! After Lord's birth... You don't have to give in to them. I'm thinking it might be easier. So after the birth, I became involved in Eastern mythicism and Kabbalah. Sandra Bernhard got me into it. Super loud comedian and Roseanne star, Sandra Bernhard... With the big lips, big hair, and always shouting, Sandra Bernhard! That? Sandra Bernhard? Yes, Sandra. (laughs) Don't you argue with me! (laughs) I don't even like her! I will say her name however I like. Talentless. Uh, Surprisingly, yes. It gave me a new sense of change and direction. For my next album, Ray of Light, I took a more electronic approach. That's right. She worked with me, William Orbit. I'm out of this world, baby. Great. Another random dude. Why is everyone wearing boob cones? Oh, don't worry about it. Uh, can you be a deer and fetch me some gum? Sure can. I'll get you my favorite brand. Let me guess. Orbit. No. Fruit Stripe. I'll be back. I'm back. Here's your gum. That was quick. That is what she said. <laughs> Yes, uh, too quick. Could you now go book me on a vacation flight in a rental car online? Sure thing. I know just the site. Orbits? No. Hotels.com. And I'm done. You all set to go. Man, it's hard to get rid of this guy. Uh, one last thing. Can you go check on my retirement plan for me? You know, the one I have in North Carolina. Uh, I have no idea on this one. Sure thing. I know just the place. Orbit.com. Seriously? If you do research, you'll find out that North Carolina has a retirement plan website called (laughs) Orbit.com. But I have to do it in the other room. Takes a long time to get response. 
Okay, bye. It was around this time that I met my second husband, famed director Guy Ritchie. We would have a son together, Rocco John Ritchie. He would direct me in a flop of a film called Swept Away, and I would also sing the title track to the James Bond film, Die Another Day. You also had a cameo in that film as a bundle of wood. I did not play a bundle of wood. I played Verity, a fencing instructor. Oh, sorry. All the critics said your acting was very wooden. I just assumed. Well, I think the dance, this dance lesson and biography is over. Wait, we didn't even talk about your Super Bowl halftime show or albums 9 through 14 or your other movies. There's so much more. There is, but you used a Groupon. So you get what you paid for. Can I, um, can I keep the comb bra? No. No. 100% no. Aw. Don't forget to tell your friends and audience about the dance studio. We will. <laughs> Our audience loves Groupons. Okay, we'll sign up for another lesson at full price on your way out. Also, don't forget your stuff. By the way, does that fishbowl belong to one of you? Fishbowl facts. We almost forgot. Fishbowl facts. Are we really ending this episode on fishbowl facts? Sure. Why not? Fishbowl facts. Bubble, 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 bubble. Dolly doesn't like fishbowl. Fishbowl fact number one. Madonna is the wealthiest woman in the music business, with an estimated net worth between the U.S. value of $590 million to $800 million. She has sold more than 300 million records worldwide. Fishbowl fact number two. Wow. In July 2008, Christopher... S- Just butcher it. It's okay. In July 2008, Christopher Saccone released a book titled Life with My Sister Madonna, which caused a rift between Madonna and him because of unsolicited publication. Fishbowl fact number three. The MDNA tour featured controversial subjects such as violence, firearms, human rights, nudity, and politics. With a gross of $305.2 million from 88 sold-out shows, it became the highest-grossing tour of 2012, and then 10th highest-grossing tour of all time, outdoing Mariah Carey by a whole bunch. <laughs> We're not good with numbers. <laughs> Is it like a buttload? <laughs> yes. Fishbowl fact number four. Besides singing, Madonna has the ability to play several musical instruments, including drums and guitar. Fishbowl fact number five. Madonna granted American television show Glee the rights to her entire catalog of music, and the producers created an episode featuring her songs exclusively. Didn't they do like two episodes with her songs? I didn't think she had that many songs. I don't know. I like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Madonna? She has 14 albums. Yes, I know. (laughs) Doesn't mean she had hit songs on all of them. Yeah, we learned there was one she didn't have any. That's right. Also, Erotica. I never watched Glee. Oh. It was good. Fishbowl fact number six. Madonna was influenced by Debbie Harry and Chrissy Hine, whom she called strong, independent women who wrote their own music and evolved on their own. Do you remember what decade they were big in? Before Madonna. The 70s. 70s, early 80s. Yeah. For Debbie Harry. Too bad somebody doesn't like women from the 70s. Yeah, they're prima donnas. Fishbowl fact number seven. True Blue was featured in the 1992 edition of Guinness World Records as the best-selling album by a woman of all time, beating out Mariah Carey. Always should beat Mariah Carey. She only has three songs. So we got a Mariah Carey fan in the room. (laughs) No, we don't. That's not what I was saying. 
He said he wanted to do a, a. I asked why we were doing Madonna, and he said he wanted to do a. What did you say? Like a strong. I was like, there's other strong women. I said character. Adele, Mariah Carey. <laughs> like, how's think. Adele strong? I don't know. She's um, she's almost I up there Adele. with Madonna's album. Yes, sales. but Adele's pretty much remembered for what one major album? No, Mm-mm. she's had one or two, like three. Yeah, but her album Still not sells. The career of Madonna. She Still holds, not Madonna. Listen, she holds the se- the record for the fastest selling album. Like she's Madonna. I know. No, Adele. <laughs> no. Like she's almost up there with Madonna's Ad- record. Adele never inspired a fashion craze. Adele never did movies. Adele never wrote books. Yeah, and she's almost gonna beat out Madonna for the okay. top spot in sales. Mm, no. Do you have a last fishbowl? I do. <laughs> Is it about Adele? It is. <laughs> she said hello from the other side. And yet only, they can only quote one song. No. Listen, I'm not going to go around chasing pavements. Fishbowl fact number eight. Madonna opened a series of fitness centers around the world named Hard Candy Fitness. Wait a minute. That was the song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never heard of that song either. Thank you. Hold up. 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 Dennis Rodman? Yeah. Dennis Rodman. How can you have a podcast episode on Madonna and not mention me? Not even in the fishbowl facts. Oh, yeah. Didn't you guys date for like two weeks or something? It's too much. It was too much. <laughs> yeah. It was two months, bitch. And she offered me 20 million to impregnate her, by the way. Was that when you were still relevant? If I was Sean Penn, I'd be giving you a beatdown right now. <laughs> Alleged beatdown, Mr. Hand. Say you want to split a double cheese and sausage pizza? Yeah, man. Let's get away from these lamos. Okay, but let's make sure it has sausage on it. Last time I ordered one, I only had cheese. Yeah, I always wondered about that. I would watch that movie like 50 times and never saw sausage on that pizza. Continuity. Am I right? Say. You got any blunts? <laughs> Come on, my man. See the people walking down the street. Fall in line just watching all the feet. They don't know where they went to go, but they're walking in time. They got the beat. They got the beat. They got the beat. Yeah, okay, Lord. I wonder where those guys beat. are going. <sighs> Pasty Dutchy under that hand side. Past the dutchy on the left hand side. You're not getting edibles? No, they're gonna do poppers. Mm. Pop, pop. Are those those things that you throw on the ground and they mm-hmm. pop? Sure. Well, let's see what you guys have to say. Yes, they were. <laughs> <laughs> on Facebook, Quinn says, LMAO, awesome. Is Mark going to be doing a guest appearance? That's my question. Does Madonna know Mark? All right. Well, no one else so, knows Mark. Since nobody else knows Mark, Mark is the biggest Madonna fan we know, and he gave me three books on Madonna. Technically, he gave me two books. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually read them. Wow, that's impressive because he gave them to you like last week, and we already have a script. <laughs> so cool. They were the Cliff Notes versions. <laughs> he actually gave me two books. He thought he gave me three books, but one of them is the same book as the other one. It was just a different cover. <laughs> but really, it's the same cover, just a different color. 
Ah. So one of them's green and the other one's pink. And I looked and I'm like, wait a minute. Is this the same book? And I opened it up and I'm like, it is the same book. He gave me two of the same book. He probably thought he bought two different books. He probably did. But he's also Mark, who's like the biggest Madonna fan I know. So we probably bought both first edition and second edition. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he went to a Madonna concert wearing homemade it was Madonna. the mdna tour yeah homemade. and he was actually on the blu-ray dvd yeah. of the concert where they're in like the first to third row because they showed up with stupid like masks of madonna like homemade, homemade madonna, masks. madonna masks like where like, they just like took like cut cardboard cutouts of her face and cut out eye holes cut out eye holes and one of the producers for the movie thought it was great and they brought all of them down to the front row so yeah, they could they were, be like up in the balcony. That's awesome. Yeah, that is creepy. I bet Madonna yes. was creeped out. The it was for time. a show in Miami. Oh, well, that explains it. <laughs> LJ says, "My bestie from childhood is like legit the biggest Madonna fan ever." Is it Mark? <laughs> Ask my husband. I don't like all her stuff. Not really my kind of music. But nothing against her. I- She's not my first cup of tea to listen to, but definitely respect her body of work. The Dick Tracy soundtrack was catchy. I I loved her in Dick Tracy. I saw liked 88 Keys. I also didn't realize that Vogue made its debut on the Dick Tracy soundtrack. Yeah. Oh. I actually have that as a record. Do you know, I don't think I've ever seen Dick Tracy. Really? Yeah. It's, it's a, a fun movie. It's a... Yeah. It's very cartoonish. 80s, 90s kitsch. Yeah, it's yeah. late yeah. 80s, early 90s. It fits for what they're trying to do it was a yeah. disney movie right yes yeah i also never technically seen the touchstone which was a disney subsidiary and yeah. i remember they had the costumes for dick tracy and the rocketeer at hollywood studios oh, well, the rocketeer yeah. was studios. A fun movie. and i remember always looking at them and, and pretending like i knew the movies because they were the disney, early 90s where we them. had to do they, 1920s 30s period pieces all the time yeah they also had like a, a dick tracy mini show as well if i not Wrong. I don't mm-hmm. remember that. I don't remember, I don't that, remember one. that I know the merchandise flopped. I, I had all the action figures, but the worst part about the action figures is that you could only move their arms like up and down. Like you could like move them out and everything like that, but the elbows and knees did not bend. Mm. It's because you Star Wars figures didn't bend either. It was those GI Joes that changed the. Yeah, the 1980s GI Joes were changed everything. Changed the game. Those were my favorites. Laura said, "Not this Laura, but a different Laura." The first cassette I ever owned was Madonna's Like a Virgin. Every word of every song is imp- is impressed upon my being. I loved her for a long time, but she lost me after Ray of Light. Yeah, it wasn't this, Laura, because my parents wouldn't let me own an album entitled Like a Virgin because they were part of those religious groups. Mm. <laughs> Apparently not a lot of people like Ray of Light. Ray of Light seems to be a turning point for Madonna. No, it was not a great album. And Where's the one where Al G was in the video? Ali G. That was after Ray of Light. Was I want to say that was like Confessions on a Dance Floor era, like right after that. Was that the music? No, it wasn't. Yeah, during... that was music. It was the, the her country. Music, like during yeah. the music era. Yeah. Britney says, I love that crazy bitch. That's all I she love wrote. Britney That's Spears. Not Britney. Leave Britney alone. Mary says, she seems weird, always has. Now I hear, now I hear she was a frequent guest on Epstein's Island. Hmm, I don't know if it's true, though. I don't know. I don't know the Epstein story very well. So It's a hot mess. Yeah, there's, a, himself, um, right? there's yes. a documentary. <laughs> but, <laughs> but seriously, when you see the list of names, like it's just like they're adding Oops. everybody's name to that list. Yeah. The documentary's in my queue on Netflix to watch, but I haven't gotten to it yet. I mean, just wait. Will Smith was apparently a guest on that island. 
Yeah. I think we need to watch that because I don't understand what any of this means. And when you go on about the Epstein Island, like and what they're saying, how many of them were just genuine guests that came to the island and how many actually were pedophiles? Pedophiles. Right. Oh, was he a pedophile? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything about him. Well, there's a big long thread. Except he killed himself. He basically was like. You gotta a put pimp. quotations around. Oh, that. I'm sorry. Yeah. He killed himself. Yeah, he was like a pimp. And he would. He would pimp blown. out kids? Yes. Yeah, 16 year olds. Yeah. Well, under Mary's comment on Facebook, there's a there's a thread of all sorts of back and forth about Epstein. So, but you guys can check that out on your own. That's right. Keith says I'll take Dennis Rodman for two hundred dollars. Alex. Dennis Rodman was very normal. Had no tattoos, no piercings. <laughs> got done dating Madonna, and next thing you know, he's dyed his hair. He's got everything pierced, tattoos all over. And he truly did learn how to express dress. himself after that. Two months of dating Madonna. Wow. He wore a wedding dress and married himself. Yep. He had uh, green or orange hair at the time. Chris says, not me, but a different Chris. A female Chris. Madonna, a loud, proud sexual woman, and she owns it. Yes, she does. Lizzie says, mm, I liked her until she got old and her music got shitty. <laughs> Basically everything after Ray of Light. You well, know, that does happen with a lot of musicians or bands. Like, it's just, it's one of those things. I think they phase out a little bit. I do. I think it's just one of those things, you know. What was it? I was just reading something about how Sting hasn't written something in almost 30 years. Yeah. And wow. he just kind of went, I haven't been inspired. Like, I don't feel connected with anything. So he just hasn't written anything. Would you rather have somebody who's constantly writing and putting out crap? Right. Or somebody who actually feels like, hey, this is perfect. Like, where they'll do it at the right time. Yeah. I'm- McCartney's the same way. He hasn't done anything in years either. Is he either. still alive? Yes, he is. You know, I saw him one time in person. Me yes. too, in concert. He came into a restaurant we were in. Yeah. That he wasn't was even cool. the greatest Beatle. Mm-hmm. He sang in the lobby. He's not the greatest Beatle? No. no oh, John Lennon George is. Harrison? George Harrison's number two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ringo Starr. No, he's number four, definitely. Oh, uh, Pete I Best. Like Ringo. Did you know that the only two living members of the Beatles are the left-handed members? No, I didn't. <laughs> Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr are the left-handed members of the Beatles. They're the only two surviving members. Actually, I think that's general knowledge for everybody. Everybody knows that. Does that mean you're only right to go out? What? Just right. Ugh. <laughs> On Twitter, Mimi Access says, Fun fact, Mariah Carey worked with Madonna on an unreleased track called Angel Fire. They said, tra- they said track was intended for the soundtrack of the then-named All That Glitters movie. Nobody so saw g- glitter. So there you go, Laura. Mariah Carey. Oh, never mind. Sabrina raised her hand. She saw glitter. You've seen glitter? And Madonna. No. Cross paths. Do you like Ben Affleck? Was he was he the uh, guy in Glitter? No. No, who's in Glitter? Wasn't that the guy who finished second in the first season of American Idol? No, there was, no, that was Kelly and. Was John. it Giovanni Ribisi? No, no, no. But um, I oh, was no, going to say that sister. Dick Tracy no, did have other. a live show both at Disneyland and Disney World. No, like, How did we go back to Dick Tracy? I'm trying to find out who she was wanted glitter. to prove us I wrong. Do what I want, and then it switched over to Disney's MGM Studios. So I had a spot at the studios for a while. Oh, Johnny Ganeko says Madonna, a legend for never letting any man to bring her career down in a period. Eric Benet. Where music industry was male dominated. Um, Wait, Eric Benet as in Terrence Howard was in Glitter. I don't even know what Glitter's about. They didn't. Nobody care. else. Nobody knows what. Glitter nobody is about. knows what Glitter is about. They didn't care about that last comment. Sorry. Wasn't Joey. Eric Benet the guy who was married to Halle Berry? Johnny, yeah. I still love you for commenting. 
Thanks for commenting. Thanks for commenting, person. He was was married to Halle Berry. All right, phone calls. It's my favorite thing. Calls, right? Calls with an S, as in multiple calls. He always says that. It never happens. Wait till we do a Mariah Carey show. It'll be all about her three songs. (laughs) Just one that matters. Treat from uh, Bruder. He's singing. That was singing. Yeah, he, he did a like he did a Mariah Carey <laughs> cover. Apparently, he forgot what the topic was. Oh, you know, Laura loves Mariah Carey. I really don't. <laughs> it's her favorite. Artist. I really, it really is. <laughs> Mariah Carey is the female Michael Bublé. She only wakes. No, during I like Christmas. Michael Bublé. Don't like Mariah Carey. She tried to prove Mariah Carey was a better artist. Than I Madonna. did not try to prove Mariah Carey was a better artist. I was just saying there were other women artists that, that have sold a lot of records. But not And according to the Billboard list, she is better than Madonna. No. How yes. often do we listen to the Billboards though? I I pulled up the list on the top female artists and she is the number four artist all, of all time and Madonna is the number five artist of and all time. And once again, I said, how many Mariah Carey songs can you name and how many Madonna songs and can you And I couldn't name any. I said, all I want for Christmas is you, Butterfly. Ooh, that's already one more than I can. No. Yeah. And <laughs> Actually, I have three Mariah Carey songs I can And name. the Glitter soundtrack. Oh, wait, and then the one where she was doing the race and she was in the race car outfit. The top three Mariah Carey songs of all time will be her Christmas song, Always Be Your Baby, and Dream Lover. Oh, yeah. All I know is she was married to Nick. uh, And her cover of Aldo Nova's Fantasy. They have twins. Oh, Fantasy, that's one. Yeah, it's a cover. She covered Aldo Nova. And why would you cover Aldo Nova? He had one song, Fantasy. Is that the, it's a sweet, sweet fantasy, baby. Life is just a a fantasy. fantasy. No, I don't think that's the song she did. Yeah, it is. No. Yes. It's exactly the song she did. I don't think that's the song she did. I think by your lack of listening to Mariah Carey, you're getting the lyrics wrong. I don't think I am at all. Well, speaking of getting the lyrics wrong, let's revisit the beer cooler. Perfect. Yes, let's. Oh, look, Sabrina's beer is empty. I told you. It's only still getting a one. Don't get excited. All right, well, we're going to start with you. So it's a one. Why? It's a one. I didn't like it, but it was 10%, so I drank it. That's all? You just didn't like it? Why didn't you like it? Oh, it was bitter. It was very sour and bitter, and it was not... It, it was not lovely hints of citrus. It Why was... did you turn into Bill Cosby? <laughs> <laughs> it was the flip and the flap and the bound and the, the jello pudding. It was not good. I Like I said, I powered through because I said 10%, 10%, 10%. Like That's why Laura's chugging it now. Yep. All right, well, I'll go next. I will also give this a one. I thought it tasted like a stale cigar. 
It did not improve over time. Of all the Mixology series, this is by far the worst. They've, they've been really good up until this point. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely the worst one. Very disappointed like. because some of this Mixology series has been really good. It has been amazing. Yeah. But it literally like tastes movies. like they threw a cigar in the vat, closed the lid, and brewed something. Laura? I, you know, Gail's right. Funky Buddha is probably one of my favorite breweries. Like, he loves Cigar City. I love Funky Buddha. But it is Never also, heard of either one of those. <laughs> it is also from my hometown, so I think that's kind of... it. Holds Sarasota? Uh, no. Oakland Park. <laughs> Tallahassee? No. It's in Oakland Wichita? Park. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> I'm from Columbus, but pretty soon I get to say I'm from Flavortown. Is <laughs> it going to change the name? I'm originally from Washington State, but I nobody asked you. That. I am getting my beer. <laughs> I am from a suburb of Canada named Buffalo. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just saying I've never had a Paloma cocktail in real life because I hate grapefruit. Um, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Which surprises me that I really like the Paloma Goza we had. But I felt that that, that was, was more like a liquid margarita that was yes. just really smooth. Like they had like the nice sour taste to it. Like you got that salt rim there in the taste. Right. I don't know what Funky Buddha did to this one. I don't know if it it's is. because it's an ale. I don't know if it's close to what an actual Paloma tastes like having not had one. Well, you should um, like this one because this doesn't taste anything like grapefruit. But yeah, that's what Palomas are. Yeah, I know. But you know what, though? I have to agree with Chris. I'm not getting grapefruit in there See, but at I all. Think, I'm getting lime. I think grapefruits taste like dirty feet. So for me, this does taste like grapefruit. How do you know what dirty feet taste like? I just imagine the smell. It's like coconut tastes like sunscreen. I've never eaten sunscreen, but that's what sunscreen tastes like. Everybody's eaten sunscreen. Totally no. have. See? No. I have. I haven't. You put the sunscreen on, somehow you've eaten it in some way. No. You get that so. taste, whether it's the spray or like. You know. Well, you have to use sunscreen to eat it, so there's that. It's like the oh, lime so and the coconut, and then you eat it all up. <laughs> Did you give a number? I haven't yet, because okay. I was still giving you guys my idea of this beer. My all thoughts. right. What's your number? My number is, is one. <laughs> What's your number? Wow. Of beer? That was the longest one rating ever <laughs> since that day Sabrina did it. <laughs> this beer's bad. I give it a one. <laughs> I mean, I'm almost done with it. One. But again, it's because I, I kept hoping with the high ABV that the more I drank, the better it would taste. And it did not. Yeah, I really was hoping that that buzz would kick in and it would yeah. start tasting better. But hold on. Hold on. I need to taste something. All right. Beer Master's going with his review. Oh, that highlight tastes amazing. It makes me forget about how bad that Paloma was. Funky Buddha Paloma was not good at all. Chris said it best when he went, it's been so good. That Mixology series has been so good to us. This has been an utter failure. The yeah. taste, the bitterness, it just, there's a point where you take it, where you take a sip of it and it just hits you in the back of your throat and you just go, oh, there, I think Really, like, Cigar City nailed it with their Goza. Maybe they should have done a different style of beer for this type of mixology. But I got to give them credit for experimenting on the different than doing the same thing over and over. Have you ever had a Paloma? No. I've never had the drink of Paloma. Like, it's not something that I would typically drink. I'm a beer guy, and if I'm not drinking beer, I'll usually have wine. Well, 
If I ever go back on the boat again with my my drink package, maybe I'll try Paloma just to see how nasty yeah. they are in real Good. Life. I can't wait to hear about that one. Yeah, my, <laughs> my, my Which is my rating for this beer. It is a <laughs> one. Yeah. Wow, this is probably our lowest rated beer. It is one of our lowest rated beers. I don't know. I'm very upset. Well, except for you. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. no, this is two bad beers in a row. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh, so the worst part, I went to the store after that cereal episode, and I found the perfect cereal beer after that, and I went, well, shit. Now, where was this when I went looking for beer for that episode? And it was just like dinner, like cereal dinner was like the name of it. And I was like, Uh, I'm like, oh, where was this? Or if we could have scored that Twix, or not Twix, but Trix beer. Trix beer. Yeah, I I wish I could find that one. I think that was in Atlanta or something. Yeah, probably. I'll just go to Atlanta and get it. Well, that's the show. It's Madonna. I'm Christopher DeVos. I'm Sabrina Pierre. JL Trose. I'm Laura. Bye. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Hey, he got his catchphrase right this week. Hey. <laughs> Catch you on the flippity flop. Gong. Not all conversations or events are 100% accurate, as if you didn't figure that out already. But things are changed or added, or even deleted for the sake of attempted comedy. All sources are never verified, and all information is subject to being slightly sketchy. In other words, we are just having some fun. Thank you for listening. This has been a transmission of the Podfix Network. For more about this show and other great Podfix programs, go to podfixnetwork.com.
Something in your eyes is making such a fool of me. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you hold me in your arms, you love me till I just can't see. Oh, oh, oh. but then you let me down when I look around. Baby, you just can't be found. Stop it, driving. Something I just gotta say Just try to understand I've given all I can Girl, you got the best of me Up on a line Feels like I'm going to lose my mind Cause you keep on pushing my love over the borderline no 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 borderline baby how i'm just about to lost my mind cause you kept on pushing my love oh you kept on pushing my love You kept on pushing my love Oh, you kept on pushing my love Over the board